Welcome to Lousy, Lousy Service. Service. Hey, we're back, everybody. Today, uh, it's just your OGs back, back here in the new studio once again. Uh, less audio troubles this time than last time. Yeah, only two mics now. So yeah, only two mics. So um, should be better. We'll see. My family is home this time, though, so we'll see if uh, there's any interruptions, interruptions and stuff like that. Um, but uh, how how you doing, Noah? I haven't really se- I've actually haven't really seen you that much. I know I'm pretty chilling right now. Just woke up from a fat nap. <laughs> <laughs> like I told you, I had that five pound bowl of chili. Yeah. And just immediately passed out afterwards. So <laughs> I'm pretty not really hype right now, but I'm awake. <laughs> How's your stomach feeling right now? Pretty good. I actually dropped a load before I came <laughs> here, so. That's always good, I guess. Yeah, I'm good for probably about 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess we better hurry up with this episode then. So, you're going you're gonna to ask me? No, I'm not, not going to ask you're you. You're not going to ask me this no, time? Well, a, you know, sometimes sometimes you get mad when I don't let you. Like, one time you got mad at me when I didn't let you ask me. Yeah, but I was feeling generous that day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're true. True, true. So, uh, for all the listeners out there, I am doing pretty good. I uh, changed my hours at work, so now I'm working, like, I like I don't I have one more day off than I had before, which I'm pretty excited about. Which day? Uh, I have Wednesdays off. Oh. So, so today. Oh yeah, there. Hey, there we go. Didn't even plan that out at all. I only work uh, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning. I work Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I but I work Sunday nights. I don't work Sunday mornings. I'm good at that church. Got that church swag. Um, how's school going for you? <laughs> Is that how you asked me about my annoying class? Yeah, yeah. So I've got four classes, right? And one of them is a systems analysis and design class, which is all about designing the mainframe for programs. So let's say I work for a software development company and a company comes to us. Let's say it's like a, a hotel. And they're like, we want a website where customers can book rooms, search for rooms, view the rooms after they search, blah, 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 right? So I, using this class, what we learn is how to design what the program will do, not the actual program, but yeah. we build like a, a map of all the functions and what they're going to do. So I hate the class because <laughs> everybody in it is an idiot except for me and the guy next to me and I think this one other kid is smart too because he just doesn't talk <laughs> and everyone who talks is an idiot <laughs> so as an example today in class there's um, when you get a prompt so let's say the prompt is a hotel reservation system and yeah. the prompt would say um, the program must allow for customers to search for rooms yeah so the functional requirement is search the actor is what you call like a a user would be customers 
Yeah. And then the data that it returns is the rooms that you search for, right? So according to that sentence, you would have to make something. You would have to put something on the layout. For yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. There could be another sentence that says, like, the server will automatically back up data every 24 hours, which you don't have to make a, uh, something on the mainframe map for. And so today our professor asked us, like, we got a, a problem similar to that. And he's, we went over a sentence like that. And he's like, are there any functional requirements in this? And everybody was like, yeah, this, 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 this. He's like, okay, whoever thinks it has a functional requirement, raise your hand. And everybody but me <laughs> raised their hand. And then he was like, who thinks it does not have a functional requirement? And I raised my hand. And he was like, okay, so everyone thinks there's a requirement except for Noah. And he's like, why is there not a requirement? And I was like, because it's not something you would have to design into the mainframe. That's something that they do in the back end of coding. And he was like, correct. And everybody's like, ooh. <laughs> and then we got another problem like that. And the same thing happened. And I'm like, Dude, it's not that hard. Another thing in the class, so there's this guy in the class who is probably like 65 years old, right? Like mm-hmm. pretty old guy. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with going back to school and, and, you know, at any age you can go to school and change your profession, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just doesn't get things, right? So in class today, professor was talking about F-35s. And so government contracts when there's two types of mainframe layouts there's agile and waterfall testing so agile testing is like a game yeah so you come up with the requirements you design it you develop it you test it and then you release it with an alpha right Mm -hmm. and then you would do it again with a beta and then again with the final product the way the government contracts work is waterfall testing where you only do one cycle of that and so you get your requirements and you design it and develop it and it takes like two years and then test it and release it and there's no alpha or beta it just comes out complete yeah yeah and so the government contracts have to be like that because they take years the federal government takes years to come up with the requirements and then they don't have time to do all the agile testing right so professor was like for the f-35s that they built they use waterfall testing and this old guy in our class goes, he raises his hand. Professor was like, yes. And he was like, my son works for so-and-so company that works on the F-35s. And then stopped right there. Like, that's all he had to say. <laughs> We're like, okay. <laughs> like, why do we need to know that? And then. Cool. Yeah. And this other kid, the other day, the professor asked us a question. And the kid answered and got it wrong, which is fine. I mean, that happens in a class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the professor explained the right answer. And after he explained the right answer, the kid goes, man, you're really smart. <laughs> I was like, dude, he's the professor. He knows the answers. Like, so stupid. This is the same kid who – so we live in, in Frederick County, and our neighboring county is Montgomery County. And the minimum wage is higher in Montgomery County. It is in Frederick. Yeah. This One of our assignments earlier in the class was to apply – or look at jobs – and see if you could apply to them or not before the class started. And then afterwards, we're going to compare whether we think we improved or not for our ability to apply to those jobs, whether we qualify or not. And I ended up applying for one of these jobs already 
um, and it was in Montgomery County, and this kid went on for a 10-minute rant about how <laughs> instead of working in Frederick County, he works in Montgomery County, even though he lives in Frederick County. Uh-huh. Because the minimum wage is higher in Montgomery County. Yeah, so he's wow. He's cheating the system. Oh. A gas station attendant in Montgomery County <laughs> instead of Frederick County. <laughs> and when, after he finished talking, I was like, first, you just told us all you drive further to a job to make more money which is literally just like a dollar and 75 cents more. So you're wasting that by driving there. Yeah, yeah. And B, you just told us all that you're a gas station attendant. <laughs> I was like, just shut up, kid. Just shut up. <laughs> I hate that class. I hate it. <laughs> so uh, I was in my engineering class the other day, um, and I left to go to the bathroom. And I walk in there, and one of the toilets is like, massive clog like i'm talking like <laughs> like like it it smelled terrible and like you just avoided that stall by the pl- it was it was terrible it was it was like a plague in there bro so i do my business in the other stall come back out go back to class and i'm and i'm just like chuckling about it so i was like i was like man whoever did that is like a bear or something and uh my professor's like he's like he goes uh He's jokingly asked, he's like, well, how'd it go? <laughs> and I was like, I, he's, he's really funny. And he, and I go, I was like, okay, I have a question for anybody else. Did anybody else go in the bathroom like before class or anything? And like one of the kids is like, he's like, yeah, did you see it too? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. I, I was like, and, and I had to explain to everybody just how massive this thing was. And so we're all like laughing about it. My professor, he's trying to act like he's not laughing, but he's like, he has to like keep facing away from us because he's like laughing so hard. And so this is my engineering class. And guess what we're talking about? Our topics concern stress and strain. And oh my gosh. Stress and strain of, of materials and stuff like that. And so he's talking about like the uh, stress and stuff like that. And he sees me like smiling and he's like, Brandon, what is it? And I said, I was like, I was like, yeah, I just saw an, uh, a result. I just saw, yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like, I just saw a result of a lot of stress, and and he's like, he's like cracking up, and 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 he's like, for the next five minutes, he's like, Brandon, don't look at me. He's like, I need you to just look at the board or look at your notes or something. Don't, because like every time I would look at him, he'd start, he'd start cracking up, and then we get to start talking about strain, and and like he and he draws like this like big blob on the on the on the board and we're try- trying to figure out like you know strain on on the material and stuff like that and he calls it a space potato and <laughs> and, <laughs> and so so when he draws it i raise my hand he's like he's like yeah and i was like is that still a space potato or is that what we were talking about earlier <laughs> <laughs> and yeah we just lost it and the whole class was like lost at that point because we at this point we'd spent like 20 minutes just like laughing about and it's a class full of dudes so it's like nobody's everybody's just like laughing at this like basically laughing at poop the entire time um yeah and i love that class like it's so much fun in that class and it's just nice when a teacher just laughs along with you you know are the are the are are your core classes is it mostly dudes uh for engineering yes there was those are your core classes yeah so my first two uh, engineering classes there was there was uh, women in there 
but they I think went either chemical engineering or electrical engineering. Yeah, so they path, they went yeah. yeah. So they did a different path than I did. Um, yeah. So yeah, at this point, it's just all dudes. So my class is so I'm in cybersecurity, and my classes kind of have some girls in them now, but a couple of years ago they wouldn't. Yeah. But in the system analysis and design class that I hate. The first day, there was one girl in there, and she showed up late, but um, before class started, there was like 10 of us dudes chilling there with the professor, and this one kid looks around, and he's like, man, there's no girls in this class, and I was like, look around you, dude, look at the dudes in this class, like, why do you think girls would sign up for this? Every class, there's like four kids who look like they haven't showered in a week. (laughs) This one kid legit shows up every day. His hair looks like he just rubs it all day. It is so gross. And it's really funny because I had a class with him in high school when he was like, he's a lower grade than me. Yeah. In high school he was. And he was the exact same in high school. And he showed up in this class and I was like, no way, dude. No way. Yeah. But, yo, talking about bathroom stories and people clogging toilets, can we talk about your dad in college in his dorm room? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to figure which which one was that. Didn't they in his dorm? Didn't they like only use one toilet and they didn't flush? And no. They, didn't they get the pile like really high? N- that was it? definitely not my dad. Are you sure, I thought it was I, your no. Dad. Uh, no, I remember one of my stories. My uncle told me was he and his buddies went out drinking and and then uh, one of their friends got like really hammered and uh, he came back. And then um, went to the bathroom, and uh, when he came out, he's like, "Guys, come look at this!" And he left the the log he left in there was so big they had to use like tools to like break it up to no. flush it. Yeah, That's yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, my uncle was like, "There's, there's no way that should have come out of a human." Yeah. Yeah, I'm just honestly, I'm just glad I like as a server, we don't we're not responsible for like bathroom duty at a restaurant. You know, it's actually so we are we're above 18. So legally we can take care of like bodily fluids. Yeah, yeah. If you're under 18 and a manager asks you to take care of like if someone poops on the toilet seat, it's illegal for you to do it. I did not know that. Yeah, so you can't do it. Yeah. What's the benefit of being I, underage? I remember one time, um, this was back when we both were working at B-Dubs, and a kid ate blazing sauce, and he, like, ran to the bathroom. He had been, like, drinking milk, trying to curb it, and he just vomits all over oh the toilet and, like, the stall and stuff like that. And uh, so the manager comes out, and he looks at me, and I said, no. And I, <laughs> I said, nope, and I walked away. I was like, I'm... I probably wasn't busy, but I was like, I'm too busy for that. I can't do that. And uh, eventually we were like sending the new guys um, to do it. I remember I had to. So (gasps) no, it was Nathan. Nathan had to go clean it. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's in the Marines now. So he's. Yeah, yeah, he was built for it. it. Um, I remember I beat up. So the employee bathroom, it was really weird with how the sewage system worked there. But sometimes. Oh, yeah. There's like a drainage pipe on the floor of the employee bathroom just for like, because at the end of the night, you 
just soak the whole kitchen floor and, and mop it and squeegee it so it would just drain down the hole. Well, sometimes the sewage would get backed up and come back up that pipe, and it would be disgusting. Like, <laughs> literally smell like sewage. And I don't know if it came from, like, that toilet or what, but it would smell like human feces. And yeah. Disgusting things. Oh, my gosh. I remember that. Yeah. I remember one time it came up. Oh. The manager didn't want to clean it up. And they're like, whoever does it gets a free meal and goes home. And I was like, sign me up, bro. <laughs> so I went in there and cleaned it up. And I just, I'm pretty sure all I did was, like, mop it up. So it wasn't really that gross. But Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyways. What are we talking about today? Um, I don't know, but I do have a, I do have a, a serving story that I, I want to talk about. Well, I think we got a spicy topic today about Caleb getting sent home. Oh yeah, that too. Uh, let's start with mine, and then we can go into that. Okay. Uh, so the other day, we get this table of uh, I would it was like six or seven comes in. For like a small party. Yeah, like and I, I, I had never had them. I'd never seen them before. Um, but I could tell something's off because like all the servers are like, like glaring at them and stuff like that. And and like uh, I'm like, what's the deal with with forty one? And they and they go that that's that table's awful. They complain about literally everything. Um, and they're just they're just terrible. To oh, is this the one that our manager was like? Hey, yeah. Before their food comes in, tell me. Yes. So. Yeah, so our our GM comes over and he and he goes, Brandon, I I need you to take that table. And I was like, I was like, you really want me to take this table? And he, he says, yes, I need you to take this table, and I need you to m not give them anything to complain about. Literally, don't give them anything to complain about. If you need help, just let me know. So a little insight for those who don't know, if a known table that will give you issues for no reason comes in or just like a generally bad table or people who complain a lot, your manager will ask you if you're a strong server to take it rather than someone else. Yeah. Because it just negates a lot of the issues that you're going to have. Because if you're not a strong server and a table starts complaining, that person will get flustered and then mess up more. Yeah. So if you're a strong server, there's a better chance that it won't be. So. Yeah. And so, but... I don't know. I don't know why, but for some reason, like because was like, he, I forgot to bleep that out. <laughs> gotta bleep that I, out. All right. Um. But yeah, because our our GM had asked me to do that, I was I I was, I wouldn't say stressed out, but I was definitely stressed. So I purpose purposely like gave up two tables just so I could focus on this table. Yeah. I. I'm literally running back and forth like all over the place with this table. Like I get them their drinks. I get I and then I've and apparently there was like another uh it was like a wife or a wife, a mother and a, a daughter that was like joining this family. Yeah, yeah. The, it was a mother and a daughter joining uh like this couple and their three kids. And so I bring them their drinks and then the, and the problem couple they go is this sweet tea? We asked for sweet tea. And I said, I said, yeah, this is sweet tea. They're like, no, this isn't sweet tea. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I just told you it was sweet tea. I was like, I poured the tea. Yeah. I was like, okay. And I go in the back. I drink the sweet tea or like not their sweet tea, but okay. I pour some, some <laughs> I pour, <laughs> I pour, I pour some fresh sweet tea, drink it. And I go, this is sweet tea. <laughs> so I go back out there and I said, 
No problem, guys. I'm going to make you guys some fresh sweet tea. And can I get you anything in the meantime? And they say no. And I say great. So I go. I run to the back. Make some fresh sweet tea. And I put in. You actually brewed more sweet tea? I brewed a fresh sweet tea. And uh, I must have put in like a pound of sugar or something. <laughs> I put in so much. Like. It, there was a coating of sugar on the bottom of it. Just, just made diabetes soup. Yeah, basically. yeah. Diabetes soup. Probably was like had the consistency of syrup. Not really, but um, got that made, brought it out to them. They're like, oh, this is fine, blah, blah, blah. Also, of course, a lot of them at Chili's, we have the dreaded three for ten, which is this crazy good deal, but it's a pain in the butt sometimes when yeah. everyone gets like their own appetizer. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. And so – of course, they get a bunch of them get the three for ten. So I'm r running appetizers, running soups, making sure all their teas are sweet, and uh, basically just running uh, my butt off just for this one table. Um, and so I'll, I'll take a second to explain the three for ten while you're okay. Logging the computer, yeah. The computer screen. <laughs> it's up. it's all good. Um, so the three for ten, you get a free drink an appetizer and an entree all for 10 bucks which yeah. is crazy because most of the entrees alone are 15 bucks and then a drink is three dollars so that's 18 dollars. so it's like more than a half price meal because it comes with appetizer yeah. too and it's just a big hassle because you get the drinks and put the food in and the appetizers are the kind of appetizers that immediately come out yep so you get drinks run the appetizers and by the time you're done the appetizers the entrees are probably up so it's it's just a really fast-paced meal, and once you have a table that's already meaty, like yeah. you were saying you had, it's yeah. like non-stop running. And it's like five of them, and yeah, yeah, it was just not not great. Um, so basically, I was just like r running all over the place for this one table. Um, they 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 get their meal tricked out in some kind of way, so it's like super comp complicated. Like he got pasta. But he didn't want any pasta sauce on the pasta. He, oh, yeah, and then he got the onions on the side. He got literally everything but the chicken and the noodles on the side. Yeah. Um, put it all in. Get it out to them. They're fine. They're happy. There's there's nothing to complain about. I thought they were going to complain about the sweet tea, and that's how they were going to you know get their free meal or whatever. Um, but no, everything's fine, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then I split the checks between that family of five and then the, the – mother and the daughter and uh the mother and the daughter's food was probably i think the the mother didn't even eat she just you know ate some of the chips and stuff and then had a drink so i think their bill was like 19 20 bucks um and, and she tipped me four and then this family of five that i gave such excellent service and i was like talking to them the whole time and like making them laugh you know just trying to be as give them as good of an experience as possible not because i liked them but because i was instructed to exactly. um yeah they tipped me on a 57 they tipped me six dollars wow yeah and uh and i was really mad and and i go and i was talking to those servers and i was i was like do they always tip this bad and they're like no they actually tipped me pretty well when, when i had them and i was like oh well, yeah of course you know and they get bad service and then they get their food for free. They can probably tip you more, but but yeah, I was I was livid and I I was so angry. And then I went to like talk to my GM about it, and he just goes, "Okay, that's just how it goes." 
and he didn't thank me at all. He didn't say, you know, thank you for making sure that, you know, they couldn't complain and that I, that, that I didn't have to comp anything. He was just like, he was like, all right, you can t start taking tables again. And I said, great. A lot of times that's what angers you. Like, so we're, we're both pretty strong servers. So it's expected of us to do good. Um, and when you get someone who's a bad server and they do good, they'll get a lot of praise, right? But since we always do good, we basically never get praised. And it's pretty frustrating when you're literally picking up for everyone else's slack. Yeah. And then, honestly, sometimes when I, when I feel like I'm not being appreciated, um, especially when one of our one of my favorite managers just just got back, and um, she she always thanks me, she always praises me, she yes. like, and it's not like I need that praise. It's just like nice to be, I guess, affirmed, and just like, it's just nice to have someone thanking you and stuff like that, and it, it motivates you to like, you know, you want to, I, I whenever she's there, I I want to make sure I'm doing my best for her. But then when you just have other managers and stuff like that that don't, you know, praise you and stuff like that, which we had at B-dubs, which is the reason we left because it was just Literally, so yeah. toxic. It was so toxic. Um, it just it just like uh, – I can't think of the word. Uh, it just – it gets you jaded is, is the word I'm looking for. Jaded? Jaded. Like I was just like – like, man, I don't, I don't really – want to do this and i i my, it affects my mood and i don't i don't really do that yeah, that well like and stuff like that coming to work rather than being yeah content or happy to go to work yeah we have so out of our managers i think there's only one that doesn't really well two so the gm hasn't really ever lately like when i first started out he's like you know thanks for all your help today blah, blah, yeah blah, yeah really good but now that I'm in the full swing of things and always doing good, he doesn't really say, yeah. you know, thanks for your help today. And there's another one who doesn't. The one that you're talking about is saying one of your favorite managers, she is always, like, all the time. She's super positive all this, the time. And that. Yeah. There's another manager who I don't get along with really well. But at the end of the day, she'll always be like, hey, thanks for all your help today. Yeah, and yeah. She knows. She, I, I think she knows that we don't really have a, a good relationship. But yeah, she tries to recognize when I am helping her out, which is a lot. So she just tries to keep things civil, you know. So like, just the fact that her and I don't get along is fine because at the end of the day, she she recognizes that I am doing good work. And true. That without me, she wouldn't have done so good that day. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's just and then let's you want to go back to beat ups days. Our old GM, she would. If I like did something extra for her or whatever, um, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, I did it, and she'd be like, thanks for doing your job. Yeah, all the time. And yeah. I was like, can you just say good job or thank you or something like that? I could, and it wasn't that bad at first, but then down the line, I, I was just like, why can you never say anything nice to me? I which I don't need you to praise me all the time. Just like say thank you or something. Um, and then we had two managers, uh, three managers at B-Dubs that I thought were all really great, and then they all ended up leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and our old GM at, at B-Dubs, too, all the time, she would be like, so B-Dubs is kind of having a tough time financially right now Yeah. Uh, in the whole of the U.S. And so <clears throat> the managers aren't getting their yearly bonuses like they used to. And one time our GM literally said to me, 
because of you guys, we aren't getting raises or bonuses, so we need you guys to pick it up. <laughs> and I was like, what? And that just kind of brings you down because it's like such a negative thing to say. Like, first off, it's not 100% because of us. And maybe if you approached it a different way, it would sound better. Yeah. Like, she's making it seem like she only cares about her interests yeah. and things that make things better for her life. But our new manager, our new GM at Chili's, is always like, hey, guys, we're doing good. Our sales are up. Or if our sales are down, he's like, our sales are down. Let's pick it up. Yeah, you know, we've been doing he, he, he encourages the team. Yeah, he always comes up with a positive yeah. way to make us do better. And he always makes it seem like it's it's team-oriented. Us, yeah. we, 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 instead of I, 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 I. And so they do a lot better job of doing that at Chili's than we previously experienced at B-Dog. Yeah, and I mean, I, I've I've heard a lot of stories where that, that just kind of is – I've heard probably more stories about more in line with um, – dubs than anything so i feel yeah. pretty lucky with what we got right now so yeah yeah our gm's really good at, at chilies yeah i'm like it's just like you know i i i'd like to be praised more but at the same time it's like knowing with what i, I could have i'm i'm pretty glad i have what i have right yeah. now you know overall going to chilies for us was a huge improvement in, um, in our managers. But, I mean, a, a lot of people at B-Dubs like the management that's there. Yeah. So it's also a personality thing where the managers there didn't work for us. So it's not like – I don't, I don't want to, like, completely trash them and say management's awful all the time for everyone. Yeah. For some people, that management style does work. But for us, it, it doesn't. And then yeah. until we went to a place where it does work. Yeah. So. Well, until Caleb. <laughs> so, until Caleb. So. So you got sent home before for being toxic. Yeah, yeah, that was the best. About. Yeah, not wasn't stressed about it at all. So Caleb, the other day, <laughs> uh, he was scheduled to open close bar. So he comes in at 10 o'clock a.m. and leaves at 10 o'clock p.m. So a 12-hour shift straight because yeah. there's no replacement bartender. So he doesn't. Get yeah, every, everyone had taken off that weekend. Yeah, so he was he was pretty upset about that, but the whole day he was in a great mood, having a good time. Yeah. And then the night shift rolled around, and so no break. He didn't really get a chance to eat. So he just it's kind of a frustrating situation, right? But he's trying to make yeah. the best of it. And then he just starts getting rude customer after rude customer after rude customer <laughs> to the point where he goes back in the kitchen, and he's like, F this, F that, blah, blah, blah. These people being so he, rude. Yeah, he's just venting in the back yeah, pretty much. which everybody does. Everybody goes to the back and vents because it's how you get your frustration out. And then you can go back out on the floor and be fine. And our manager, who's one of our best managers, out of nowhere, like she, I've never seen her say this. Yeah. To like Caleb or someone who's venting, she was like, Caleb, if you say that one more time, I'm gonna send you home. And he just straight face stops for a second, looks her dead in the eyes, and goes, okay. And then walks <laughs> back out into yeah. the bar and just starts doing his job again. And then like five, ten minutes later, she called him in the office. She's like. She starts it off like he said. She seemed really nervous. Yeah, she yeah. Like, She's like, I, I really appreciate yeah, so you. I, really I love everything you do. You. I love everything you do. You're a great member of the team here. You're doing good work. I don't know. I don't know what she said, but I think she was like, but I can't have that attitude on my on my shift right now. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And she just kept talking and talking and going on. And she was like, she was getting nervous because he wasn't saying anything or agreeing. He's just staring at her with a straight face. Yeah. And Caleb can be a pretty scary dude. Like he's a big guy. <laughs> 
and he's just very stern when he needs to be. And and he'll he'll tell you what's on his mind. Yeah, he's straight up doesn't beat around the bush. Yeah. And uh, so he's straight faced, staring at her, no smile, nothing. <laughs> just and she finishes, and he goes, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's like, "Can I uh, go get my my stuff?" Yeah. He's like, "Can I go home now?" Yeah. And then <laughs> so he packs up his stuff, and I was I I we and then Noah and I are kind of like. Oh man, like this is happening again. Yeah. So we go up and talk to him, and Caleb's he just goes, "Yeah, I don't really care, honestly." <laughs> like he's like, he's like, now they have to close bar. I made two hundred plus dollars today already. Yeah, and he and gets he, to go home early. Yeah, and he's he's like he's like I'm gonna go home and get myself some cuddles. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, and then I was closing, so I was like, man. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if you noticed. So during that day, we had a party of thirty, which another server was supposed to take and then I was asked to help them out because I'm a strong server and I was like sure I can do that so I, I talked to the other server and I didn't really want to deal with it so they were going to be the upfront server so they went around got all the orders and drinks yeah and then on the radio it relayed to me what I needed to put in and what I needed to bring out so I was doing that so I was basically acting as a manager instead of taking tables I was just supporting them yeah and then I saw that Caleb was getting pretty busy in the bar he was getting behind on dishes, so I was helping out with that party. And then I would go from the bar, take orders for Caleb, yeah. clean dishes for him, make drinks, and got him caught up and just kept helping him in the party and then him in the party. And then when I found out they were sending him home, I immediately stopped going over to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> just only helped out with the party. <laughs> and the manager who was on the bar got really flustered. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, and I mean, normally Sunday nights, they're not that busy. And normally there's a lounge server over there, but um, today there wasn't. And so me and another server um, were help. We basically were helping Caleb out outside of the bar. Like you were doing dishes and stuff in the back, and then I I pretty much took care of like one or two tables in the bar by myself. Because yeah. and I would just put the food in, in underneath Caleb, and I would just let Caleb know you know what was going on and stuff like that. But besides us. Nobody was helping him out. Nobody was like running food. Nobody's doing anything. I'm still taking my own tables at this point, and the, at this point, the other server has uh, his own tables. So Caleb, he, he's like angry about you know rude customers. He's angry that he feels like he's not getting an, as much help as he needs. And um, so normally our kitchen is the safe space for us, you know, just to come yeah, back there and kind rant. of. Yeah, cool, and huh? and Caleb was not screaming at anybody. He was just he was just saying, just talking out yeah, loud. he was just let, letting what was on his mind out. He's like he's like these customers are so effing rude, always wanting this and that, and just super needy and blah blah blah. And then yeah, and then our, our manager just like snapped. And I mean, to be fair to her, it was her first night back after being gone for ten days. Yeah, so I think she was just trying to keep the peace i guess and make sure that her clothes went well and that there wasn't any complaints or anything like that so but i think the the difference between this time and last last time like the difference between caleb getting sent home versus me getting sent home was like you can kind of understand from our manager's perspective like oh my bartender's freaking out and like super angry and probably pretty tired because he's been here all day and so it might just be best to send him home. Or as for me, uh, it was pointless. Yeah, it was pointless. I was just basically you were in a good mood. I was not doing anything wrong. Yeah, literally not doing anything wrong. And then 
I was told I was being toxic and they sent me home. Yeah, so, and I was pissed about it. And Caleb was happy about it. So, I mean, it, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I, it could have been way worse. Could have been better, you know. But I mean, I, I mean, Caleb showed up the next day and he, he, he was like, all right, well, yeah, I'm good. I don't. Really, yeah. yeah, he's they, there was no there's no really hard feelings about it. And like that manager was there, um, and there really wasn't like any love lost or anything like that. It was just. That's just was yesterday, and we've moved on to today. And unlike last time, like when I got sent home, there wasn't like this super awkward atmosphere where it was like super tense and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so the manager that sent Caleb home is a, a good manager in the sense that she understands things happen at work and she lets them go. Yeah. She doesn't hold personal vendettas, whereas the manager who sent you home has a childish mindset. Yeah, and she, well, and, and she and thought, attitude. She, and she thought like, I was trying to turn everybody against her, which honestly I wasn't. I was just trying to figure out why the heck I was I was sent home and yeah, if why for, she was against you. And for anyone who like is listening to this episode and hasn't listened to our first episode, you'll get the whole rundown of of what happened. And then I think the second episode was when we kind of were like, Oh yeah, uh Kathy's gone and uh me and that manager cleared the air and and ever since then, everything's been good, and there hasn't been any drama like that. But, but it's also, I feel like there's kind of, it was for me, it was more weird because we have servers that literally throw a tantrum almost every time we get busy, and and I think you know exactly who I'm talking about. Where she'll like just like start screaming and like yelling at people and yeah. like sh- like running through the restaurant and stuff like that, and. And then we have other servers who will just yell at other servers and at our dishwasher and stuff like that. And for me, I was like, I was like, that's not what Caleb was doing. I I can understand because he was trying to vent, but it wasn't like he was impacting our team in a way. He he was feeling let down by the team, but he wasn't yelling at our team. Yeah, I was laughing the whole time, and he was he was yelling in the back. Yeah, and then the manager snapped at him, and I was like, oh. And my face just like instantly changed. <laughs> just turned around and did what I was doing. Yeah. Try not to pay attention. It's funny that you say that the one girl that you know who we're talking about who always gets frustrated, she runs around the restaurant yeah, and all yeah. stuff. She came up to me the other day and she was like, Hey, I'm applying for ship lead and I just wanted to know um, if I have your support on that or if you have any opinion on that and blah blah blah. And I thought it was cool that she came to me with that and like actually asked before she applied and I was like, You want my honest opinion? She was like, Yeah. I was like, well, I think I think you're a pretty good server and you get your job done and you do everything you need to do, but you also have a temper that comes out of you a lot of the time and it gets in the way. And there's a difference between having a temper and being a team member and having a temper and being a team leader. Yeah. So I was like, in that aspect, I don't know if you'd be a good fit for it, but in the aspect of helping other people out and doing your stuff, you're pretty good at that. So I think you just have one major thing you need to work on for that. And uh, what was the response to that? She was like, she she kind of laughed and she was like, yeah, I know I have a temper. <laughs> yeah. She was like, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And I was like, I didn't even know we had a ship lead. And she was like, yeah, we don't. That's why I'm going to apply for it. I was like, where do you apply? She's like, oh, I'm just going to talk to the regional manager. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, I remember one time she, she freaked out. And then after things calmed down, she's like, yeah, this is the day I get fired. She's like, I'm, I'm definitely gonna get yeah, fired for yeah. this. And then, uh, 
yeah no, i mean nothing happened obviously but it was it was just like one of those things where like after she's like not in the heat of the moment she's like oh yeah i was being pretty ridiculous but then like one of the some some of the other servers that like yell at other people and stuff like that um they really don't and they don't see a problem with that and that's yeah. i have i have honestly have more problem with that because i'm like you shouldn't be putting anybody down and like like at work i mess with people and, and stuff like that but like nothing i say is like ever out of anger or like yeah nothing serious yeah it's yeah not, it's it, not meant to bring people down y- it's all y- on, yeah i'm just i'm just manner. i'm just like either joking around or or, or whatever but then but there's a difference between that and um, I don't know. And I think, and, and this is, I think this is a, also another thing in, in the service industry, which is where there are people who have, are like favorites of like managers and stuff like that. Yes. And so some of these people who talk down to other people and this kind of stuff, they just get away with it. Where, whereas like if I had ever said, I feel like if I had ever freaked out or done anything, yeah, I probably get sent home just like Caleb or something like that. Yeah, and it's I think a lot of it is because for us it would be out of the ordinary to start freaking out and and really like just tear into people about things. Yeah. So for the people who do it on the regular, it's just kind of expected. Yeah. But for us to do it, I think the good managers will see that and be like, "Wow, he's really having a tough time tonight." You know, maybe I should sit down and talk to him or send him home so he can relax. But for people who do it all the time, like, eh, you know, it's just another day for them. Yeah, they don't say anything. And I mean, for me, like when I have a bad day, I don't snap at people. I just pe- people are like, "Wow, you're really quiet today." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. it's just." I was about to say when I get frustrated with people, like on the team or something that another employee does, I just I don't blow up on them or anything. I just keep quiet put my head down and do my work. Yeah. It's obvious that I'm frustrated because people can see it in my face and in my mannerisms and stuff. And then they realize what they've done, but I don't (laughs) want to blow up on them, you know? Yeah. It's like, cause normally we're always like messing around and like, you know, trying to make people laugh and stuff like that, you know, trying to brighten the mood. But then the moment you stop doing that, everyone's like, like, what's what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, I'm not trying to start anything, so like nothing. Like I'm, I'm fine. Just I'm just gonna do what I need to do, and then I'm gonna leave. And uh, yeah, and then pe- people just get so weirded out by that. But I'm like, I prefer it this way over me like blowing up on anybody. And I mean, like for example, like one time when uh, one server like yelled at another employee there. Like I just went up to the other employee and I was like, I was like, hey man. Don't listen to what they're saying. Like you're doing, you're doing a fine job, and um, and I and I said, and they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be talking to you like that. Yeah. Um. A lot it, of times we have to say that to new people. Yeah. Um. Because there's, like we talked about, a couple servers are just always negative all the time. Most it's usually the the lifers who are like this, and when a new person comes in, they have no patience for the new person. Yeah. So if a new person messes up, they'll just messes up. They'll blow up on them, and just completely ruin their attitude. And then you got to go up to them and be like, hey, man, you know, you're new. It's okay that you're messing up. You're trying your best. And it's like the advice that I've said before, as long as you put in your 100% effort and other things happen that are out of your control, don't worry about it. There's nothing yeah. you can do about it. And managers just stick up for you and, you know, they kind of know, like, how it goes. And, and I mean, yeah, you're if you're learning or whatever, they're, they, they, they're totally understanding that. And then as well as, you know, if even if I'm frustrated and I'm not talking or I'm not being, like, you know, as 
um, talkative with my tables or, or whatever, they notice that and, and they just go, uh, what can I do to help you out? Or, and, if, and sometimes I'm just yeah. like, just leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's just how it goes, I guess. I mean, that's, that's been one thing that's been on my mind recently is, it's like after that whole episode, I'm just like, there's kind of a double standard here. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about, so we were talking about taking a dump earlier. How much time are we at, by the way? Oh, uh, we are at 44 minutes. <laughs> All right, so yeah. let's go with this story and then we'll end it. So. All right. This story was mentioned when we had Shane on, but we never talked about it. This is this is the old man in the bathroom story. Oh my goodness, Mark! <laughs> no, 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 no! At Chili's, me in the bathroom. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're and talking I'll, about. Obviously, remind you now. Either way, so <laughs> at Buffalo Wild Wings, we were blessed with having an employee bathroom, which is the only bathroom I ever used there. Yeah. But at Chili's, we do not have an employee bathroom. And there was one stall and one urinal in the men's room. So it it can get – I don't want to say backed up, but there will be people waiting to use it at times. Yeah, yeah, there's a line. Um, yeah. And so this particular morning, we had just opened up, and there had been no tables for like 20 minutes. And I had to go really bad. And I usually just try to hold it during my shift because when I go to the bathroom, it takes up time. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you could get sat twice during that time. Yeah, you wouldn't even know. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, all right, no tables, no dudes in here. I'm going to go to the bathroom, drop a load, right? <laughs> so I go into the bathroom, go into the stall, and start doing my business. And when I'm on the toilet, I just pull my phone out and start reading an article, right? Uh-huh. So I was like texting, so I was like Snapchatting, I was yeah. reading an article. So I was on my phone, and these two dudes walk in the bathroom. One of them has to take a dump. The other one has to just use the urinal. The one who has to take a dump is like some 60-year-old guy. <laughs> you can tell he's already frustrated. Yeah, yeah. And he comes into the bathroom, peers through the stall, and sees me on my phone and looks away and then does it again. And I was like, dude, stop. <laughs> I didn't say that out loud. I'm like, dude, come on. And, uh, so I continued doing my business. I wasn't done yet. And then he says to the other guy, man, I just hate when people are on the toilet texting. And I was yeah. like, yikes, what? yikes, bro. Are you kidding me right now? You're like, hmm, I wonder who that could be about. Yeah. And so I decided to take longer. <laughs> uh, and just, and at this point I was finished and just sat on the toilet for a while. Yeah. And uh, as you know, I also have public fear of using the rest. Yeah. So, that's, that's why. Yeah. So, yeah. So. I mean, I, so I said I was finished, but I wasn't really finished. So, I mean, I was finished in the fact that I, the fear came over me and nothing <laughs> more would happen. So I was finished in that sense and uh, just start, decided to sit there for a little while. And then he just keeps going on and on to this dude. And finally he says to me, he's like, come on, man, I got to take a dump. But he didn't say that. He said like the S word. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on, dude. I got to take a dump. Quit texting in there. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, what are you even doing? I was like, I'm taking a dump, dude. What do you think I'm doing? And he's like, all right. And then I, I ended up wiping and get out of the stall. And he's like standing right there in front of the stall when I get out. And so I literally just have to weasel my way past him to the sink. And he's like, he's like, you know, you shouldn't text on the on the toilet, son. That's rude when other people have to use it. And I was like, oh, I wasn't texting. 
And he's like, yes, you were. I just saw you. I was like, no, I wasn't texting. I was reading an article. He's like, oh, well, same thing. And I start washing my hands. And this guy who has to take a dump so bad stands there and talks to me. He goes, you know, the truth will set you free, son. And I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> my gosh, dude. He goes, he goes, the truth will set you free. Only Jesus knows what truly goes on, but the truth will set you free. And I was like, I wasn't lying, dude. I was reading an article. I wasn't texting. And I was taking a dump at the same time. And he was like, and at this point, I was frustrated, so I wasn't I wasn't saying taking a dump. Like, I, yeah, was, yeah. I was using cuss words. Yeah, yeah. And he was a customer, and I was in uniform. <laughs> and uh, he was like, all right, well, the truth will set you free, man. I was like, okay, dude. And then I, <laughs> I just walked out of the bathroom. Went to the kitchen and started ranting about the whole thing, just cracking up. Yeah. And uh, when I get out, when I go into the kitchen, the host is like, hey, you got sat at this table. And I no. Get back out there a minute later, and it was him and his son. Oh, my and gosh, I was like, bro. I was like, no, no way. Went back into the kitchen, talked to another server. I was like, hey, that's the guy who was just yelling at me in the bathroom. Can you take that table? And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> as they're walking up to the table, the old man was telling his son about our interaction. Oh, <laughs> Oh my gosh, so bro! Ridiculous, dude. Jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, we're at about fifty minutes uh, on this uh, poop-themed episode of yes. Lousy Service. Um, so we have news. We now have an Instagram account um, we be- do. because we felt uh, a lot of people we know. Mo- most of them have Instagram versus twitter so uh yeah we have a we have a instagram it's at uh service lousy same as our twitter um is that because lousy service was taken or you just wanted to keep it uh i think it was taken but i also also kind of wanted to keep it the same yeah you know um so feel free to either uh dm us on that you know with any questions any themes anything like that any questions stuff like that if you want to be on just you know if you and you have good stories about serving or just any service industry thing any at all just you know hit us hit us on there um you can also still find us on uh twitter also we recently got approved on apple podcasts so yeah we are now on itunes so uh that's now itunes spotify and, and google play correct all right so that's all three so um and yeah. you can subscribe to all of them. So yeah, it costs nothing, completely free. Yeah, helps us out, and you'll be notified when we uh, drop a new podcast. Yeah, so. and uh, also, um, if you don't want to listen to commercials on Spotify or whatever, uh, yeah, you, I mean, I, iTunes, you know, you can just download it, completely free, commercial free, anything at all. So um, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys in about another two weeks. Any update on our graphic? Nope, not at all. <laughs> I just haven't talked to our designer in a while. Uh, we do have an intro song, though. Yes. Which we haven't really decided on. So Yes. Uh, maybe so it'll be in this one. Maybe it won't be in this one. We yeah, so if, if it is on this one, then you would have already heard it. And tell us what you think. Yeah, please. But if not, uh, just wait until we put it in. We'll see. Um, but as always, we'll see you guys next week or next two weeks, I should say. We gotta do the the slogan. We haven't done. I that know. Since yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. You wanna go? You know, you can say it. Stay lousy.